thousand years later. Oh, oh man. Man. <laughs> we debuted a brand new intro the day after the Super Bowl. What assholes are we to do that? Two thousand years later. Two thousand years later, Coach Cam, I come to you on a somber note. Football season's over. Yeah, that was seem real negative. I know. I was giving you shit for starting the show off negative last week, but here I am because it is a sad time. But instead of being sad, we will celebrate the season that was. Guys, how'd you enjoy it? How was your Super Bowl Sunday, Coach? I was hanging out with you. I have a good idea how yours was. So, Cam, yeah, yeah. how was your Super Bowl Sunday? Was it everything you expected this game to be? Pretty much, dude. I mean, two high-powered offenses going at each other. I mean, there, there was a lot less defense than I thought there was going to be, but I had fun. I had I fun had watching, time. especially halftime. <laughs> yeah, we were literally just saying that before the show came on. Coach, what were your thoughts? What were your takeaways from the oh, game man. that was? It was an awesome Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we had some great food, some great football action going on, a great halftime show. But, yeah, two high-powered offenses led by two uh, top quarterbacks of the year going at it for the ultimate prize, and uh, it really came down to the wire. You saw all the uh, the different play calling and schemes from the two different coaches, and, and it really came down to the last play, it seemed like. Bro, what a fucking game that was, man. Mahomes, so good. Jalen Hurts, all the disrespect that he got coming into the league and all the disrespect that he got from, you know, dipshits like me who are just sitting here on our podcast having a good time talking shit about everybody. But, yeah, all the disrespect that he took going into it, Mahomes hearing like, oh, all these other guys are just as good. Maybe they're going to surpass him. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold. That man did his thing yet again. Shout out to right. Pat Mahomes. Shout out to Jalen Hurts, even though obviously the Eagles didn't get it done. What a fucking show that guy put on, though, man. Shout out to him. What did he have, like 384, 85, 375 total yards of offense? Dude, mm -hmm. fucking killing it. Dude, I know. Three rushing touchdowns. Three rushing touchdowns. And if not for us, we'll get to the silly-ass call that they had at the end of the game in a little bit. But if not, for, if not for a silly fumble that he had, and I think it was, what, the second quarter going into halftime almost? He had yeah, that fumble yeah, yeah. when they were go trying to drive to go up 21-7. So without mm -hmm. that one mistake, dude, Jalen Hurts probably played like a perfect fucking game. He was right. so close. It was just one time. It was so close, man. I was a big fan of what I saw yesterday. But Pat Mahomes, man, Cam, you said it. You told us from the jump. You said not to fucking doubt this, man. My uncle's commenting on Facebook, and he said the reps won the game for KC. Hey, a lot of people that are thinking just like that. He's not alone on that. He's not alone in that thought. But, Cam, shout out to you. You were the only one out of the two of us that picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl on record on the podcast, that is. Coach and I were so close, but yeah. we didn't do it because we thought the Eagles' defense was going to be too much. But they were Yeah, not. I know. <laughs> I think that's right. the most surprising part about it, dude, honestly, is the fact that the Eagles defense just did it doesn't it just seemed like they didn't show up. Their D-line didn't get any pressure all night. And that's mm -hmm. a unit that had what like 78 sacks throughout the entire fucking regular season and postseason. Yeah, like, that's but insane. Kansas City took advantage of their weakness, which was their run defense. They literally yeah. ran the ball. They averaged six yards a carry against a middle tier run defense. Yeah, the Commanders exposed that shit. What was it, week 11, week 12? 
Yeah. <laughs> they showed that they had a weakness. They oh. gave up like 120 rushing yards a game. They were in the bottom half of the league. Oh. And Kansas City came out and they were like, oh, we can't throw the ball the way we usually do. We'll run it down your throat. <laughs> Shout out to them. Pacheco, dude. Yeah, Pacheco. yeah. That's the guy that we said in the playoffs needs to be the difference for the Chiefs because we knew going into it, Mahomes is Mahomes, right? Like right. he's going to do his thing. He's going to put up his numbers. He's going to go crazy. Obviously, they went on, on they went on to win the Super Bowl, so we were right about that. We knew he was going to do his thing. But we knew they needed somebody to step up in the running game because the last time they got to the Super Bowl when he was when they played Tampa Bay and they got fucking just hammered all night. Mm-hmm. He didn't have anybody to take that pressure off of him. And it's not like Pacheco put up a crazy amount of numbers or he got like 20, 30 carries or anything like that, anything like that. But he got 76 yards on the 15 carries he got. That's pretty that's pretty effective. Especially yeah. when you're just trying to, you know, you just got to move the ball so Pat Mahomes isn't running around on a sprain, tweaked high ankle sprain, whatever the fuck he had. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Pacheco, and he just runs so hard. I think that's my yeah, favorite dude. part about him. The What is that guy on the NFL Network, Kyle Brandt, the angry runs guy? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Pacheco should win the Lifetime Achievement Award for angry runs because he literally is the definition of it. All he does is run pissed off. And it's fucking awesome to watch, dude. So true. Uh, and they've needed that. That's the difference of why they weren't in the Super Bowl last year playing against the Bengals. And that's the difference and why they won the Super Bowl this year. So, I mean, shout yeah. out to them. They clearly saw something they needed to improve on, <coughs> Ravens. And they did. And they took they took the necessary steps to fix that. So, I respect them for that. What they do you fixed guys their think? O-line. They fixed their O-line. Yeah, it was really that's the O-line, dude. That, too. That was huge. And they picked up Orlando Brown Jr. from us. We got a first-round pick for him in return. But, mm-hmm. bro, that guy, I knew it. He's so fucking good. He's so fucking good. And everybody was all mad about him when he was coming out of the combine because, let's just be real, he showed up to the combine. He was big. He was out of shape. <laughs> he ran like shit. He tested like shit. But what yeah. happened? As soon as he showed up in the NFL, day one, day one, they put him at right tackle, you know, let him get his footing. Let him figure out how the NFL works. And he was just mauling motherfuckers, dude. Mauling people. And then I think it was 2020, yeah, the COVID year, when uh, Ronnie Stanley goes down against Pittsburgh. He comes and steps in, fills in for him at left tackle. Dude, he didn't give up a sack the entire rest of the season. And if he did, I think it was one. You know what wow. I mean? And the fact that we let that guy go is just like, come on, dude. What are you doing? You got to do everything you can to keep that guy. Because you see what he did for the Chiefs. He didn't right. let anybody touch Pat Mahomes. And what did he say? Zero sex. Put that shit on a fucking Put it on shirt. That shit was <laughs> hilarious, dude. Because you should. This team was, t- they were hearing it all week. Everybody was saying, bro, they're going to have too much pressure, too much coming up the middle, too much coming yep. off the edge, too much this, too much that. And we're victims of that, too. We were we were saying it was going to be too much. Cam, Cam, you weren't saying that necessarily. But Coach and I were like, it might be a bit much. For the, the Chiefs O-line to finally have to, you know, go against somebody as dominant as the Eagles D-line was, or as we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Turns out they could be had, and they they were. Shout out to the Chiefs for that. You guys got anything before I move uh, into some statistics? Yeah, I mean, just uh, it was really uh, the offensive line for the Chiefs that stepped up huge and you know, they were, like you said, we're hearing all week about that dominant defensive line. 
and they they got a lot of depth across. They got seven, eight guys they can rotate. Chiefs only needed five to block. <laughs> so yeah, and um, of course, Travis Kelsey being the greatest tight end receiving tight end weapon um in NFL history. He you don't have to make the distinction anymore. He's the greatest tight end in history. All okay. right. Yeah, I don't really I mean... think it's a debate anymore. I love Shannon Sharp. <laughs> I love Gronkowski. I'm a big fucking, you know, I mean, that's really it. Mm-hmm. Tony G. Gonzalez. Tony yeah. Gonzalez. Yeah, I loved Antonio Gates, too. Kevin Winslow. there for a little bit before <laughs> Gronk came around. And then it's just like, bro, no, Travis Kelsey. Because even with Alex Smith, like we said on the last podcast, he was putting up numbers with Alex Smith. Right, People were disrespecting right. Travis Kelsey back then. And then he gets Pat Mahomes, somebody who can utilize every bit of his fucking talent. And look mm-hmm. at him. He's the best that's ever done it. He's the absolute greatest tight end in NFL history. Yeah, Damn, he like showed you said, up. Don't have to make the distinction anymore. That's the GOAT. <laughs> I've been saying that's this for man. a couple of years now. Right. I know. And I had to see, I had to, I was a big, like, you know, he doesn't do all this. He doesn't do all that. But, dude, at the end of the day, as dangerous as a weapon as he is, and the object here is to score more points than your opponent and to be able to fucking dominate your opponent. He does that all mm-hmm. the time. So there's no reason for me to sit here and think that anybody else is better. Gronk, probably a more complete tight end, right? Yeah, and all the touchdowns and stuff, they, yeah. that's why. But, yeah, putting it all together, I feel like Kelsey is just, like, head and shoulders above uh, everybody in the league that plays this position. And also, like, a lot of the greats that have played in past history before because, you know, he's been to three Super Bowls with Mahomes, and now that they're, they're just – going together, doing it together, putting up all these historic numbers and just setting the bar high. And also, um, one more thing. We talked about, uh, like, how the Chiefs' running game was on point. And um, Andy Reid just seemed to, like, completely out-coach um, mm-hmm. Sirianni and the, the Eagles because they were really balanced. Um, in this game, they called – Pat Mahomes was 21 of 27 – so they had 27 pass attempts, but they also ran the ball 26 times. So they had about like 100. So balanced. Yeah, 100 something. So like that Eagles D-line couldn't just pin their ears back and like go hunt Pat Mahomes. So it was a really uh, effective game plan that they called, and it kept the the defense for the Eagles on their toes. Kept them guessing. That it did. That it did. Cam, mm. Anything else before we get into – I'm going to go through, like, just, you know, some of the storylines here from the Super Bowl. Only thing yeah. I got left to say is for you, Jordan. Me? Juju comeback season. Oh! Oh! Mr. Super Bowl winner, Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that's my least favorite part about the outcome last night. Is Bro, he balled. You can't I say nothing. All damn year, I was like, "This is the year." He's got Pat Mahomes. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be a fifteen hundred yard receiver ever. But this was the Juju comeback season. Oh yeah. So, so what you were trying to tell me is, Cam, if you would lean your hat down, you were trying to tell me at the beginning of the season, don't sleep on Juju Smith-Schuster. Don't sleep. Oh yeah. Uh, I unfortunately did just that. And shout out to Don't Sleep, as you guys know, Always. promo code. I didn't put the promo code in the ticker. I didn't have enough space for it. But as you guys know, Amazon.com slash shop slash Don't Sleep, promo code man of 3D, 10% off all your orders. Go get some hat. Cam, show off that hat that you got. Show the people the hat that you got. Come on now. I'm about to Come say, on. You don't need the promo code. Coach will probably just read it wrong anyways. <laughs> <laughs> man, you ain't got for it. 
kind of like the refs read that script wrong last night. But I move on. I, I, Boy. <laughs> I'm just joking. But anyways, so yeah, Pat Mahomes, as we were just saying, I was I was going to give this man some more praise because Cam and I were talking before you showed up, Coach, as fashionably late as you like to show up on this pod today. Um, uh, Pat Mahomes probably just pulled off one of the one of the better single season performances at the quarterback position in NFL history. Oh, no doubt. Because he won the regular season MVP. He won the Super Bowl MVP. He led the league in passing touchdowns, and he led the league in passing yards. So two of the most important passing categories for a quarterback he led the league in, and he won the biggest award in sports and the second biggest award in sports. Right. So it's like, bro. On one leg. On one leg, too. What he did this postseason run cannot be undersold. This guy is so fucking good. They have been to – let's run through it. We were talking – I was I put it in here earlier because we were going to compare the Pats dynasty to this potential upcoming uh, Chiefs dynasty. Mm-hmm. So, as we know, Pat Mahomes is in his sixth year. He's only been a starter for five years, sat behind Alex Smith for the one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in those six – in those five seasons that he's been a starter, five straight AFC championships, for those who don't already know, that's been talked about pretty much all week, but I'll repeat it for everybody else. Three Super Bowl appearances, and they've won two of these motherfuckers. Do you guys think that this is the – it is the start of a dynasty because they've won two championships in four years or whatever it is. They've won two Super Bowls in four seasons, five seasons, whatever it is. So this is definitely the start of a dynasty. Do you think that they have a shot to compete at all with what the Patriots did? Now, it's going to come so down – Absolutely. Yeah. Hang on now. Hang on. Hang on. It's going to come down to how long Andy Reid can coach this team, and it's going to come down to how long they can really afford to pay this fucking team. With the, with the way the salary cap's going and all that shit, I'm sure they'll be able to work it out just fine. But, like, let's be real here, dude. Do you think they're going to be able to compete with the 20 years of fucking dominance that the Patriots – we just saw this. And now I know what we're seeing the Chiefs do right now is very, very impressive. It's the, it is the start of a new dynasty. It's kind of like the Warriors in the NBA. Three, possibly, they could win three, maybe. What do the Warriors have, four, Coach? Yeah, they have four. Steph's, Steph's got four rings, yeah. So it could be that. It could be the start of something like that. But even that is not going to stack up to what the Patriots did, dude. Because in 18 seasons, let's run through it. I want to compare it a little bit side by side. You know what I'm saying? 18 seasons of this Patriots dynasty that we just got through and the start of this Chiefs dynasty. So obviously we have, you know, like five years. We could look at the first five years and they're very similar of the way these two teams shook out. Mm -hmm. 16 playoff appearances overall, 13 AFC championship game appearances, nine Super Bowl appearances, six Super Bowl championships. Their record overall, 220 and 68. Cam, that is basically 76 that is 76 percent that is they've won 76 percent of the games that they played i'm not gonna sit here and tell you that i don't think the chiefs can start a new dynasty because i just said it could be like the warriors of the nba but to do what the patriots did is borderline fucking impossible i'm not shitting on them i'm just saying but you guys think that it's possible so i want to hear why why do you guys say that Dude, he's literally been to three Super Bowls in his first five seasons. This man, single-handedly, he took a team with, all right, he had Tyree Kill and Kelsey. Then he came <laughs> back the next year. 
wanted without Tyreek Hill. He doesn't need a number one receiver. He just needs Kelsey and his coaching staff. And like you said, if Andy Reid stays healthy and lays off the damn cheeseburgers, <laughs> they're, they're probably going to be Belichick and Brady in the so next mean. five years. <laughs> I told you, I think it was like two years ago after their uh, Super Bowl run, I told you he's going to have at least three in his first 10 years playing in the league. Oh, yeah. And he's already oh, at two. yeah. He's at two. But I'm just saying, dude, you got to take it for what it was. This fucking – that team, the Patriots, what they did is borderline impossible to pull off the second time. But, uh, Coach, you were saying – I wanted to, I, I didn't want to interrupt you because I knew you were about to get started. Oh, no, I was just uh, agreeing with Cam for the most part. Um, dude, because like you said, he got the two regular season MVPs. He got the two Super Bowl MVPs and the two Super Bowl um, trophies along with three trips and five AFC championships. So as long as he's with Andy Reid, I think they're, they're good to keep um, the core of their team, which is, you know, the Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and – they're not going to need a number one receiver, but as long as they got Kelsey under contract, uh, that connection is going to go and be uh, fire for a long time. And also, if he, I, I'll go ahead and say it right now. They're probably going to get back to the Super Bowl next year. So if he wins another Super Bowl next year and another Super Bowl MVP next year, and in, even if he wins the MVP in the regular season, he's going to be a top five quarterback of all time and only played six or seven years. So, I mean, he's on that trajectory, just putting up the numbers that he does. And, um, you know, it's just a, a good wavelength that they have in Kansas City. And I think uh, they're really motivated to keep it going for as long as they can. It's funny, too, because you said if he wins the Super Bowl next year, if he wins another MVP or whatever he does next year, they – for this dynasty to really stack up, if they are going to be the new Patriots, they have to win the Super Bowl next year because Brady won three in his first fucking four seasons as a starter. Yeah, but I feel like Pat Mahomes is already better than – well, at this point in their careers right now, Pat Mahomes is better than Brady was because Brady didn't – Brady won that Super Bowl – in um 2000 but he didn't win the mvp or he won the mvp that year the second super bowl i think it was against my panthers Dion branch was the mvp so he had two super bowl wins but only one super bowl mvp and no regular season mvps so we can say right now that pat mahomes is yes on that trajectory to be the goat and i mean team wise like i said if they can keep it all together they're they're on a good they're on a good streak. I don't think anybody can see them. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes has the greatest winning percentage in NFL history. Yeah, it's something like uh, I I don't know if it's like for the the winning percentage in history or like something in the Super Bowl or playoffs. He, he has won eighty like, percent of his games. Yeah, it's also like he's got like oh it might have been um the so the record um. Like when you're down ten points, ten plus points. Oh in yeah, he's the undefeated. Playoff. Yeah, he's like something like undefeated that's, or it's like fifty-eight percent, fifty percent of like higher than anybody in NFL history. So like, yeah, he that dude, and he yeah. he that dude. <laughs>
Damn, though. I mean, to say, though, at this point in their career, I feel like that's kind of unfair because of how different the NFL was then compared to now. Like, Pat Mahomes, first of all, he comes in playing for Andy Reid, whose objective since he got a coaching job was, I want to throw the goddamn football all over the place. So, Pat Mahomes coming into that was a perfect situation for him. It's a completely different, completely different offense. So, you could say, yeah, he was better. But I don't know if that's a really, really a fair comparison. Because Tom didn't really have to start to open it up until like the middle of his fucking career. You know what I'm saying? Because the he NFL was thinking and dunking for 20 years. Coach, the NFL started to shift a little bit where you had to spread defenses out. You had to fucking start dinking and dunking over the middle. You had to fucking start getting your running backs involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we Mahomes, all know Tom Brady don't have the strongest arm. So he, that kind of fits his, like, you know, skill set anyway. He's just gonna Correct. be like, uh, uh, um, uh, like, but if a crazy scientist that can just break you down. He, if he's a rookie or whatever coming into the NFL in the last four or five years, throwing the fucking ball the way he does, dude, he—it's the same thing. He'd be lighting goddamn defenses up because he's so fucking smart. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Pat yeah. Mahomes, where he might lack in some area to some people, like football IQ or whatever, he makes up for with the raw athleticism and just the ridiculous arm talent and all that shit. Yeah. Because no we can objectively say here, there are some throws that he makes. We're like, what the fuck you doing, Patty? But then he gets, <laughs> it, it works because right. Pat Mahomes. You know yeah, same with favorite quarterback, else. Justin Herbert. Hey, yeah, he good. He good. He all right. <laughs> Leave him Cam's alone. A big hater. He a baby. That's what I'm saying. Why are you hating on Justin Herbert? His team wasn't in the Super Bowl. We know. Bro, we ain't got they to talk about playoffs. Mahomes <laughs> is Brett Favre if Brett Favre didn't throw 22 picks a game a year, or allegedly steal money from poor people. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> you ain't suing me. I said allegedly first. <laughs> Got you on it. <laughs> Bro, um, side note, did you guys hear about this? Did you hear about this, Cam? I, yeah. Yeah, Brett Favre is suing Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp for fucking character. For talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> for fucking for speaking facts. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Allegedly, I don't want Brett to fucking somehow find our podcast with 400 hey. followers on Twitter and be like, our oh, podcast is not that deep. Our podcast is not that deep. <laughs> I mean, what else he got to do outside the Wrangler commercials? He's probably just nothing. Swiping. Exactly. He ain't got nothing to do. That's why he's fucking suing these That's people. That's why he's doing wrong. Because he knew. He knows his ass got in trouble. All right, anyways. Um,. <laughs> we'll move on that because that's kind of unnecessary. We were talking, we, we talked about Mahomes. I was going to ask you guys if you think he's already a top five quarterback. Coach said he's got to do the, he's got to win a Super Bowl, win an MVP again next year, and then it's pretty much solidified to him. So you're thinking next year, Coach Cam? Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think he's got to averaging over 300 yards a game for his career? He is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. <laughs> Given five years, no one can argue. I mean, yeah, maybe. bro, just the the jump that he's on is just crazy <laughs> to see. And like, uh, just going back to the Super Bowl, dude, and how good he was. Um, before the injury, the ankle injury happened in like the second quarter. Um, he was eight of thirteen for eighty nine yards. He had a touchdown. Uh. 107 passer rating. He ran for 11 yards. After the injury, he was 13 of 14 for 93 yards, two touchdowns, 
139 passer rating, ran for 33 yards, and in total it was 21 of 27, three touchdowns, and uh, a 96 QBR. Also, the only other quarterback to have a 96 over a 90 QBR and and that and that super is that other gentleman, the sleepy one, in Baltimore. Ellie. <laughs> That's Mr. Flacco. Yeah, Dude. his guy. I heard that too. I heard that this morning too. I was like, oh, so Patty Mahomes think he's Joe Flacco now. No, Joe Flacco went on his bad day. <laughs> Still but yeah. say, nobody's had a better run in a Super Bowl or in a playoff run than Joe Flacco. I don't give a fuck what Pat Mahomes did this week. Shut up. Nobody's <laughs> he literally said that. he was better, bro. <laughs> on an ankle, on one leg. On one leg. Like, 11 touchdowns, baby. I don't see Pat Mahomes putting up no 11 touchdowns. We know y'all called the electrician. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> y'all called the electrician at the Super Bowl to cut them that lights wasn't off. Us. Why would we cut the fucking power? We were up by like 30 when that goddamn happened. I don't know, dude. You crazy. You a crazy person. All right, we'll get back to look back to the Super Bowl because that's why anybody who's watching this is here to <laughs> <laughs> here to listen to us say anything today. Um, we touched a little bit on the Chiefs O line, uh, so I don't think we need to go back back into that. The X factor of all X factors in this game outside of Kansas City's offensive line. I know when we were picking them last week, I picked like four guys, and then I eventually settled on like the offensive line because my mm-hmm. first two picks were Kadarius Tony or Miko Hardman if they were healthy enough to play. Right. And One since I it. didn't know that, I was like, let me rock with Orlando Brown again. I was, I was a good pick. But I knew I wanted to go with Kadarius Tony for a motherfucking reason. The yeah. longest punt return, so close to being a touchdown. The longest punt return in Super Bowl history. And he also caught a touchdown pass. Five yards from Pat Mahomes in the third quarter. Get this shit rolling again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the X factor of all X factors. I really thought he was going to break that shit on that punt return, bro. I know y'all did, too. I was like, because yeah. I was literally when it was happening, coach. I don't know if you heard me when you were there. I was like, it's it's never happened. He's got to do it. Come on. It's never uh, happened. Yeah, so I did. I did. Punt for a touchdown. And I was like, come on. He was so goddamn close. He was, dude. And, and that also, little whip route he ran. Ooh. Yeah, bro. The Andy oh. Reid was just uh, toying with him in the red zone. Um, I feel like, because, like, I was watching, like, the game recap and, like, Basically, like, um, like in the red zone, like the Eagles like to like, well, the Chiefs were using a lot of motion to like sort of like identify what defenses the Eagles were in. And like usually if one guy motion, uh, they would like bump coverage. So like the corner would go to safety and they'd move the safety out uh, on the corner or to the corner spot or something like that. So like on both touchdowns where it was like Sky Moore and then also uh, Kadarius Tony, they basically ran a little motion and like they got the the matchup they wanted because Travis Kelsey was on the the end, and so basically on Kadarius Tony, he motioned inside and then they hiked it and he sprinted back out, and so like the corner slid in to take Kelsey and he was sitting there wide open, and so they ran the same thing on the other side to Sky Moore, and so like Look that at was coach. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you got that nickname, dog. He was like, hey, break this down. For we me. getting technical around here. You know, 
he ran a little zipper motion in the route oh, with I the whip route. And then, yeah, you know. But uh, <laughs> well, You were talking about the Sky Moore touchdown, right? It kind of cut out when you first talked, where you were talking for me. You were talking about the Sky Moore touchdown or the yeah, Darius Tony touchdown, right? They were the same thing, just on yeah. opposite sides. Yeah, yeah they dude, just it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then, like, like, how um, do you leave them that open? I don't know, bro, but, like, shoot. They, they were keying in on Travis Kelsey. You can't leave Travis Kelsey just running free. So, shit. But um, one, I think the one two sky more uh, was it Avante Maddox or somebody whoever it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was watching him whole goddamn time. He was like, "Oh my god, he's going about a, he's about to get like a jet motion all the way across." And right. Just, stop. Hit him yeah. with a little stop. Cut it right back out to the corner. I'm open. Please hit me. Because like they were setting them up. Did. Before that, before those two plays, they had like ran a motion and then they ran a motion across the field, but instead of like throwing it to one of the guys, they just ran it. And so they, the defense did the same sort of thing. So that's when they were like, ah, so we can get them on the motions and stuff like that. So that's one way just Andy Reid's genius showed up in the game. And um, a lot of young players, especially on the defense, dude, they're, we were talking about, oh, the weapons of Devonta Smith and AJ Brown, and they had good games, but uh, the secondary really held up. They, I mean, of course they gave up 35 points, but with that, who's going to stop Jalen Hurts from getting fucking third and shorts? And, dude, Philly was converting um a whole bunch of third down attempts. They were like 11 of 18, and they the Chiefs didn't even have the ball for that long because they scored uh 38 points on 24 minutes of time of possession and the eagles had like 35 minutes or something like yeah, that they, so, yeah they almost doubled their time like they had 38 minutes or some shit on, on yeah track. That's yeah crazy yeah so pat mahomes had to be perfect and then in the second half where he only missed one throw on each of those uh drives to eventually get him to that last drive of the field goal he went touchdown 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 field goal so he was on. Shows you how efficient this man is. Yeah, bro. Cut and incredibly, down. incredibly efficient. And people he's just talk. shy of eighty percent throwing for the game. Dude, in the on second half, leg. he was what like ninety five percent in the second yeah, half. Yeah, ninety three percent. Yeah, I was like, somebody do that math. If you make me do math on camera, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> he's gonna be playing that calculator. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> somebody check this. What is this? Somebody tell me I need to carry a fucking decimal somewhere. No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> What'd you say, Cam? Oh shit. He was seventy eight percent for the game. Jesus. I was And I also want to get back to that bullshit game. about Joe Flacco with his eleven touchdowns in four playoff games. I don't want to hear it. Mahomes has never had to play four playoff games in his career. Cause you know why? He's always the number one. Because he plays in the AFC West. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. AFC West is a good division. Better than yours. How many times Joe Flacco threw five touchdowns in a playoff game? I know he threw four. (laughs) I don't know if he threw five, though. But we ain't talking about him. That was 10 years ago. You frustrated me with that. You would love to talk about it. 11. Yeah, you would love to. (laughs) 11 touchdowns and no picks. 11 touchdowns and no picks. Lem. 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 Shannon, Shannon Sharp would say, Lem. Lem <laughs> That's not what he says, dude. On a 58% <laughs> completion. 59. Fuck off. 
It was 59. 57.9. And that was only because of the fucking first half of the Patriots game, that son of a bitch. He came out in the <laughs> second half of the Patriots game. I think he missed like three throws. I'm like, where was this? Mm. Where was this the whole first half? And then we, we right. won. So I was like, hey, I'm good. All right. Um, the I just want to get this out of the way, too. Uh, I think Nick Bolton, number 32, linebacker, should have got a lot more consideration for Super Bowl MVP than he did. Yeah. Truthfully. He was that shutting cause... shit down. Yeah, it all like changed um, when when Hurts had that fumble, pretty much because they were about to go up. Like you said, it seemed like they were just moving up and down the field, taking the time of possession. They literally waited like till the play clock hit five, so like they, they can just take up so much time uh, on each of their drives. And they were going like you know thirteen plays, double digit plays, and um, what Pat Mahomes just had to be perfect, dude. So. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it really should have to run. Say what? The Eagles weren't even running well. Like they they had a good first half, but they still weren't running the way the Eagles had ran all season. Yeah, it was it's crazy because uh the Chiefs actually had more yards for a rush than the Eagles. It was like six point seven for the, the Chiefs and I think like three point four for the Eagles. So yeah. that defense knew for sure that they if they were gonna win that game, they had to shut down that run. And they did, yeah. Which really is kind of surprising. Like, and if you think about it, right? Like going into this game, everybody, like you were kind of just alluding to, coach. Haha, big words on on the camera. Uh, like you were just about to say, it seemed like fit. Like earlier, you said that they came in. Kansas City came in with a specific game plan. They knew exactly where to hit Philly, how they were going to go and attack them, right? And right. it's like when we were all thinking about this game coming into it, we all would have assumed. Like, Philly's going to run the ball. Philly's going to do this. They're going to try to chew the clock up and do whatever. But, yeah. dude, it seemed like they were throwing the ball around so much. Am I yeah. wrong here? They were. They were. Yeah. They kind of had to. I mean, how many passing attempts did Jalen Hurts have? I don't remember right off the top of my head. Um, It's like 30-something at least. 38. 28. 27 of 38. Jeez. God damn. Yeah. Go ahead, Jalen. That's not a bad fucking day at the office at all. God. He had as yeah. many completions as Mahomes had attempts. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Which yeah, is but why, yeah. like, I didn't really think Mahomes deserved to win Super Bowl MVP, but I understand why they were going to give it to him, bro. He threw three touchdowns. Mm. But he also only had, what, like fucking 180-something yards or whatever? Yeah, his defense and special teams gave him the ball in Eagles territory. Yeah, Wait. what killed the Eagles was getting yeah that defensive touchdown where Pat yeah. Mahomes wasn't on the field, so they got points if Pat Mahomes not on the field, and they're trying to keep yeah. him off the field. And what did but. we say going into it, Coach? We were like, if the Chiefs score more than 26, 27, this motherfucker is not. Yeah, whoever go touched thirty Eagles. first is is gonna win. Yeah, and Kansas City touched thirty first, which is yeah. not surprising, but also kind of surprising in a way. Y'all slept on Mahomes. Yeah, it's not that, I don't. Hey. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily right. I don't know if it's necessarily that we slept on Mahomes, it's, or we just like believed that the Eagles could actually get that done. I, it's right. not like sleeping on Mahomes when he's going up against a team that looks like they can match up with, you know, like, because he's he's different. You know what I mean? And the mm -hmm. Eagles' defense throughout pretty much every game this season, and the Eagles' offense just seemed different. So it looked like it was going to be somebody that could finally match up with them. Right. It just 
I mean, they did. It was a very, very good game. But in the end, bro, we knew as soon as fucking – as soon as he got the ball with, like, three minutes left and the Eagles, they tied it up at, like, 35-35. As soon as he got that fucking ball, everybody who was watching that shit knew. Game over. Yeah. Game over. But – go ahead, Cam. Sorry. Their season reminds me a lot of the Panthers' Super Bowl season or when they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. they were they were top five in both categories. Like they had that quarterback that could do everything. He just didn't have the experience, and then he went up against Peyton Manning of all people. Right. That's kind of like Jalen Hurts going up against Mahomes right now. Like Jalen Hurts might have had the better team, but Mahomes was ready for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That like yeah. yeah. I think the Eagles on paper definitely that team was better on both yeah. sides of the ball, but the difference was the quarterback. And I, that's mm-hmm. not to take anything away from Jalen Hurts, right? Like, because he played out of his fucking mind. If he wasn't on the field for the Eagles, if anybody else was playing quarterback, they'd probably lose by 140. Like, let's just be real here. The way Mahomes and them were grooving to start the game, they had they hit a little bit of a lull there in the first half, and then boom, they fucking get some points to close out the fucking – you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They, If they were playing against anybody else, they would have won by 50 points. And Jalen Hurts – it's not knocking him. It's just Mahomes is – he's Mahomes. Yeah, like you right. put up four touchdowns and one turnover. How do you not expect to win the game throwing over 300 yards and putting up four touchdowns? Right. Oh, right. The difference was that fucking fumble, man. Yep. Yeah. The difference the Eagles, was that fucking fumble. The Eagles really didn't – I mean, like they stuck to their game plan and like what they were good at and what it, what they've been doing all year because like we're saying Jalen Hurts had three rushing touchdowns three rushing touchdowns and um you know he was the leader of that offense just like moving him up and down the field and um his legs played a huge factor in it. It was just that one um turnover that really shifted momentum. And like in a game like that of that magnitude, you know, if you're ha- if you have momentum you wanna create as much separation as possible from the other team. And they didn't really do that once the turnover happened because it was locked up at 14-14, and Mahomes didn't even touch the field. So The Eagles running backs were just sorry. Like Not game well. He was taking everything. He averaged three <laughs> yards a carry. And he was looking nice on TV, though. <laughs> Seven for 21 is looking nice. We hit him with a cutback, Coach. <laughs> Every time I looked up, Miles Sanders would just, like, it seemed like he was in the doghouse just after after that first play where he fumbled out of bounds. I was like, damn. I don't, I don't ever want to accuse – I don't ever want to accuse a professional athlete of, like, being like, damn. Like, is this, like, too much? But it seemed like he fumbled on the first touch he had. So, like, yeah. I don't know. He must have had a lot going on in his mind, bro, because that, like, the first touch you have in the entire fucking game in the Super Bowl and you cough that bitch up. Luckily, the Chiefs didn't recover it. But it's like, man, and I, again, crucial. we're not pro athletes, so I'm not going to say that he. It's almost like he shouldn't have been there. <laughs> That's what right. it's said, almost I mean. like to the Carolina business. Mm-hmm. The uh, the other hosts on this show, their opinions do not reflect mine. So, sorry, ass running back. Sorry, forward. sorry, Miles Sanders, if you heard that, and Cam, <laughs> if he beats you up, that's on you. That's not on me. That's fine. I don't mind a million dollar payday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, to that point, I just mentioned he fumbled the ball in his very per- first position. The Chiefs' defense was hitting all night. It seemed like they were just bringing the wood all goddamn night over and over. Mm-hmm. 
That was so impressive to me because, yeah, like everybody said, going into it, the Eagles defense is the Eagles defense is the Eagles defense. And, yes, did the Chiefs give up 35 points? Sure, they gave up 35 points. But they also scored a touchdown on defense, and they fucking showed up to play a lot more, a lot better than anybody thought they were going to do. Aside from a couple, what, what, two breakdowns they had on the secondary? I mean, right. that secondary was locking people down, bro. The entire time. What's his name? McDuffie? Oh, big yeah. McDuffie guy. I, I like him, you. bro. He's yeah. fucking good. He's and Justin good. Reed. Uh, yeah, their safety. He's nasty. And people yeah. were like, why are they even picking him up in free agency? It seemed to work out just fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He seemed to pay off just fine. I got the, the Super Bowls replaying right now on my TV, and there, there goes Pacheco just running hard again. I don't think he knows any different. <laughs> that game was just wire to wire and definitely uh, a great way to, like, put a ribbon on the season. The two best Bro, teams going at it like that. That's and, all um, we wanted, right? That's mm-hmm. all we wanted. We wanted the Super Bowl, no matter who you wanted to win the Super Bowl this year, you just wanted this to fucking be a great game. Mm-hmm. And we got it for 58 and a half minutes. Yeah. Until that bullshit, until that bullshit pass interference, holding, whatever the fuck it was. Coach, my problem with it, right, is there's an even worse hold that's between James Bradbury and Juju Smith-Schuster in the second quarter where he it's plain as day you see him tug his fucking jersey on that. So he did it two times. So, so he did he it two did times. It earlier. Yes, so he did. No, I'm not. Oh, saying, so he all bad coach, then. He all coach, bad. Coach, hear me out. I'm not going to say that he didn't hold him. I'm not going to say he didn't hold him. He did. But in the moment in which they are fucking playing that game, he did not hold him enough to stop any fucking thing because Juju ran his little whip route and kind of slipped in the turf that was dog shit already. What were they saying? Mm. Like a water park? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so Juju yeah, already kind of slips in his route, and so does fucking Bradbury. And naturally, yes, when you both slip, somebody's going to tug on somebody's jersey. Somebody's going to get a hand on somebody's hip and impede them even the slightest bit. But even on yeah. the replay, bro, even on the replay, it's so hard. I'm like, where does Juju get fucking – where does he stop running? Like, in, in what just happened, where does he get fucking slowed up at all? I'm not going to tell you that he didn't hold him because you can fucking see his hand on his hip or like on his back, wherever it was. But even on the slow-mo replay, dude, it's hard for me to be like, oh, throw that fucking flag. Because like I said, in the second quarter, in the second quarter, there was an even more egregious fucking call that they just let go. So my problem is if you're not going to call it, then you cannot call it with a minute and a half left in the Super Bowl. The fourth quarter, dude. Of the Super Bowl. They got to call it, bro. This ain't week six. You don't fucking decide the game on a bullshit pass interference call. Was so, it, did he touch him? Did he touch him? Did he grab him? Did he touch him? Did he get in his way? He sure. pulled. He pulled. But did he fucking impede his... He did not impede his ability to get off that fucking route enough to where you should throw a flag in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. At I mean... All. So, so say they don't call it. agrees with me on this. No. No. So, go back to that LeBron James play against the Celtics when he blatantly got fouled by Jason Tatum. I agree. But you got to be consistent. That's my point. The inconsistency is the problem. 
the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, you have to let that go if you let that go in the second quarter of the Super Bowl. Man, these were the best reps that the NFL you could let put him on. Play, dude. No, and he did, he did no. not fucking grab him enough to where that was an issue. Juju and and what everybody likes to fucking forget here is that Mahomes dropped the goddamn snap. So who the fuck knows what could have happened if Mahomes struggles for even a quick second longer than he what? did? Nah. Then where's the hold? What's the hold matter? There was it, no he still held him because he, he was getting jiggy. He was getting jiggy on him. <laughs> Not enough to where they should have thrown that flag in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. If it, if he, if it was blatant, you gotta call it. And if you can see his shirt getting pulled like this, then oh, by all means, throw that shit. But okay, come on, bro. The the lack of consistency is where I fucking draw the line. It's like if you're gonna if you're gonna call this, you better fucking call it all game. And they didn't fucking call it all game until the fourth quarter. That they did their job, did they not? Hits. They called it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have to be consistent. If you're going to call that in the fourth quarter, why didn't you call that in the second quarter when they did it? Why didn't you call that in the first quarter when they did it? How about on the fucking same drive earlier in the fourth quarter when they did it? It's like, what are we doing? You're going to call it when there's a minute and 40 seconds left or whatever the fuck time was left on the clock. It sounded like he saw a penalty and he threw the flag. Yeah, he did his job right. Bro, that was a horse shit call. An absolute horse shit call. I mean, Everybody if we're basing it just it. on the fact that he missed one two quarters prior, like, n- what ref have you ever seen that's perfect and hits every call? Yeah. I'm not saying you need to be perfect, but I'm saying if you're going to let the boys play, then let the fucking boys play. Don't fucking throw the flag in the fourth quarter. I liked it. Me oh too. Oh, my God. Me too. Dude, it was a horse shit call. No. It was a horse shit hey. call. Was Philadelphia horrible. was going to be on fire regardless after the game. I'd rather them be sad and on fire <laughs> than happy and on fire. All I'm saying is you can't call that to decide the Super Bowl. It did not All decide the game. Coach, more or less it decided the fucking game because nah. – that yes, it fucking did. The Eagles kept getting get hell of penalties. Down. They get the first down. They was holding too. They get the first down, and then what happens, Coach? They fucking kneel the ball twice. They kick a field goal with six seconds left. Yeah. If they don't throw that flag, which they shouldn't have, there's a minute and fucking however much they're still kicking the field goal, and now Philly's got an actual amount of time to go and tie the fucking game. But instead, no holding. Mahomes needs it. Holding. That's a horseshit call. It's <laughs> a horseshit call. I'm being honest here. That's a bad call. All the praise that we gave Mahomes at the beginning of this pod, all everything that I said about how great they are, how all this shit. Yeah. They still got some help. They still got some fucking help from the refs at the end of the game. Reminds me of that other dynasty a couple of years ago. Uh getting a little bit of help when you didn't think they should fucking get it. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess you don't, though, because you're trying to tell me that that was a good call to make in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. It's a horrible call, bro. I didn't in say it was a way. good call. I think it wasn't a bad call. What I think it was close enough to the point. Like, <laughs> okay, I already talked about what he said. <laughs> bro, if he had called it, people would have been mad. If he didn't call it, people were still going to be mad. I right. guarantee he, he you called that, what he saw. No, no, no. If he doesn't call that, nobody says anything because nobody thought it was a hold except for that one ref in that moment. 
Nobody thought that was a hold. Not one person. Mm, that's so if they don't throw the flag, that's we're not even having this argument because nobody <laughs> thought it was a hold. Nobody. You know the people who think it's a hold? Chiefs fans and people who bet on Kansas City. They're the people that yeah. think that it was a fuck. I did, hold. but that money line, I did, I did. And I get that. If I bet on them, I did. Too, I would understand, but I didn't. And I'm not saying, well, I did. I bet on them to cover four and a half. Shout out to them. They did that. But it's like, dog, don't fucking, don't call that then. You can't call that then. That's my whole argument, bro. Mm-hmm. Obviously, y'all disagree. Obviously, yeah. y'all disagree. Hell yeah. You know, quick game. I think y'all are crazy, people. <laughs> no, y'all are shouldn't. crazy. Mahomes gets gifted Super Bowl number two. Oh my man. God. man, still generational talent, not taking anything away from the guy. Brady got a lot of help from the refs, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just when the Fumbolina Bowl. Good, yeah, when your team's that good, sometimes, you know, the refs give you a break. And that's what happened. I'm not going to yeah. be one of those assholes that says the NFL is rigged because I don't think that. I just think that referees are dumbasses and they make stupid fucking calls at the stupidest fucking time possible. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they're so dumb, they thought that was a holding call on fucking Bradbury. Need I say more? I don't think so. Uh, anything else, y'all? What are y'all thinking? Any other thoughts on the Super Bowl? I mean, y'all can judge me. But if you do, then you are trash, just like my guy Forky right here. Boy. <laughs> I just got a sneaky suspicion that we're going to be seeing these two teams face off again. In yeah. I know Jalen Hurts ain't done because I feel like all the, uh, like the, all the premier quarterbacks are all in the AFC. So, like, I mean, Jalen Hurts showed you what he did all season and the biggest stage and type thing like that. So. He's only going to improve and just the leaps and bounds that um, he made this year. I was just, I actually listened to his press conference because I was interested in what he had to say. And he always uh, has a little gem and a little nugget when he speaks because I feel like just that's, that's just the leader in him. And like he, everybody knows his story from coming from Alabama to going to Oklahoma and all that. So like, He's battle-tested for sure, and that's why I feel like the city and the team just rally around him. So they found their guy, and he he's a good dude as well as a, a really great NFL player. Respect. Cam, you got anything else before uh, we talk about – I mean, we could touch on a little bit of the, the season that was for uh, Philly. What a fucking run, man. I mean, I know that they came up short, but what a goddamn season. Cam was trying to tell me that they were frauds before we started the podcast. but I, Okay, I, so I what about so the Bengals? Did you see they were frauds? Yeah, they didn't so fucking get back to the Super Bowl. All, year. all those oh, fucking God. fans. All those they had one fans. more week. They had one more week than the Eagles. Okay, two more because they had this, <laughs> this game. They wasn't playing for two more weeks after the game. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. It ain't no different. Joe Burrow, that dude. Jalen Hurts, that dude. They got weapons on the offense. Their defense is okay. I mean, it's like, yeah. And uh, why, why? Why are we mentioning Ho Burrow on on this show? This guy. Yeah, he had been relevant in a couple weeks. Yeah, okay. we don't give a fuck about no Ho Burrow. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. Damn right, I don't give a shit about Ho Burrow. Fuck, you think this is? 
Why would I give a shit about Joe Burrow? Hey, man. He's now, coming. Remember when I told y'all at the beginning of this that I had trivia questions? Yeah. I, forget, I forgot to send them to myself. Oh, so, boy. yeah, but I'm going to see if I can do that real quickly. Uh, you guys do your thing. I will be right back. Hey, hey. Bro, Eagles, yeah, I'm going to stick by my statement. Eagles were frauds beating backup quarterbacks, second string teams on seven-game losing streaks. Like, this team. What? They had the easiest schedule, but, like. They almost lost to the Texans. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, so, I mean. you lose to the Texans, you're not beating Mahomes. Well, yeah, that definitely, like, that was one game. And, like, throughout the season, like, later in the season and kind of when they were playing Washington and they lost that game, like, they're as good as their defense was, like, as far as, like, pass rush and getting those sacks, their rush defense defense wasn't that good. And there was, like, areas and little cracks that you could see, like, oh, they could probably get got if they ran up, run up or match up against a quarterback that can actually, you know, Sling it and it got firepower. Like yeah, but nobody thought the Chiefs were going to be the ones to run it down their throat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dude, the Bills, the Bills would have got clapped. The Bills oh yeah, because you know they don't run the ball. Singletary would have no. turned to a pile of dust. So <laughs> I think that the Chiefs uh, really did show that they were the best team in the AFC. And um, yeah, it's it's Mahomes' world. Yeah, that dog shit call aside, right? Like, that dog shit penalty at the end of the game aside, like, that was one of the best Super Bowls, I think, in the last five five or ten years. That was a fucking awesome game, dude. It was a great call. Yeah, start to finish. Start to finish. What a game that was. No, Coach. You can lie lie to whoever's watching this show, but I know what you can't do, and that's lie to me. (laughs) You a son of a bitch. Don't shut up. (laughs) Also, can we... Can we give some praise? Let's talk about some of these guys on Philly that aren't going to get recognized because they lost the Super Bowl. So the, some of these performances are just going to go by the wayside. But let's not let's not let anybody forget that Dallas Goddard was out there playing like he was Travis Kelsey, bro. He was catching everything. Yeah, who did he do? Right, I know that's what sounds like. There's Dallas Goddard. I fucking Dude. picked you up in fantasy this year, and you were hurt all season. There you are, balling. <laughs> Nico kept betting on him to do like a catch, like every drive. <laughs> um, he kept getting up. He's like, "Yeah, great white." <laughs> like, <laughs> he literally was like, "I'm betting on the big white dude to catch a pass on every fucking drive." <laughs> it like, worked out. Drive. Like, how many times you bet on him to do that? He's like, <laughs> "It's there." He's like, "I think five in a row," and then he finally got one, and it's like, "Yes!" They start losing their mind watching. The <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That's hilarious. Um. Anyways, so Dallas Goddard, all those catches that you made, my friend, I'll never forget those. Shout out to you. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, hopefully, he's not the next Ricky Pro. If anybody knows who that is, you. Oh, are I know him. The man. There you go, Coach. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I know him. The best DBs in the NFL, boys. The best secondary in the NFL gave up three passing touchdowns. Not a whole yeah. lot of yards, but they gave up three passing touchdowns and that bullshit holding penalty. So that's going to lose the game for you pretty much every time. No. And uh, I had this written down too. I said I felt like personally Miles Sanders might want to stay off social media 
because he did not have the best game. I'm not judging you, buddy, but I'm just saying it is not going to be fun for you if you hop on Twitter today. Do not Dang. go on Twitter for like a week or two. They are not being nice. Stay off Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, ass running back core. Cam said it, not me. Anyway, um, Jalen Hurts is the second quarterback in NFL history with three rushing touchdowns in a playoff game, joining Otto Graham, who also, yeah. believe it or not, did that shit in the 1954 NFL championship. And Jalen Hurts is the only quarterback ever who has had two 300 pass, two 300 passing yard games, 50, rush, 50 rushing yards, and three rushing touchdowns. He's the only player that's ever done that. At mm. least 50 rushing yards, three tutties, 300 passing yards. And he's done it twice. That's damn crazy. That's wow. fucking nuts. But we shall move on. You guys got anything, any any Philly players you want the people to remember before we go into these trivia questions? We'll do a trivia segment, everybody, for those that are watching. Oh. oh. I'm just, I'm just going to let the Philly fans simmer in their sadness for a while. <laughs> hey, they didn't pull the dog mask out this year. Hey. Coach, Coach said, I don't hear no barking. I hear. <laughs> he said, I hear pussy beak. Pussy beak. <laughs> That's all I'm hearing. You got anything else, Coach? You got anything before I uh, before I wrap it up on these trivia questions? Now I'm not gonna give you all the answers right away. You gotta go ahead, fucking. This is gonna take some thinking. One of these is pretty easy. It's three questions. Oh, okay. So y'all, y'all got anything else before we get into it? Nah, I think we really uh, outlined everything. Hell of a season, bro. Do, oh, season. what do y'all think? Do y'all rate this as like one of the top Super Bowls? Of all time? Um, I mean, recency bias is a thing. So I don't want to – I want to wait a couple weeks before I actually think about that, you know, because well, – If, if people weren't so, so on things. the fence on that holding call, that's the only thing that tarnishes it a little bit. Like, it's yeah. – I wouldn't put it as a top five just because of that. Well, I, I mean, I feel like it was just because, like, you know, all the storylines going into it, the top – two quarterbacks in each um conference and also it was just like um just the way it played out like from start to finish it was really high scoring and um Mahomes was down 10 plus I mean the only other one that I could think of where like it was like that big of a comeback something like that was um the one with the the Falcons and the yes. Patriots yeah yeah Bro, yeah honestly but, like, I don't want to diminish it, but I think the Super Bowl they played against the Niners was better than this one. You think like, so? Like, as, as a football game, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that that – in the last 10 years, though, this is definitely one of the best ones we've seen. But does that yeah. mean any of the ones in the top – in these last 10 years or top five Super Bowls of all time? I don't know. As a well, I mean, I, I ain't going to like be like, oh, well, the Cowboys won in the fucking <laughs> – like, out of the ones that you've seen. Because, I mean, Cowboys it's, it's like, Bowl? significant. Yeah. Cowboys <laughs> and Super Bowl don't get mentioned on this podcast. We just fucking get – we separate those two as far as possible. That's why you I said the saying? 90s, so they know how long it's been. <laughs> he said, I got to remind you in case y'all forgot. Eli uh, Manning owns at least one of those greatest games. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they upset the Patriots, for sure, that's in the top mm -hmm. five. By far, that's top five. Um. Uh, the the Patriots coming back that Seahawks game the Patriots Seahawks that's top five I don't know where I'd rank that but that's definitely top five oh so yeah that's how that ended 
yeah, oh, yeah. just because yep. of how that shit ended, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would definitely put that one in there. It's weird. A lot of these Super Bowls with Tom Brady are probably in the top five Super Bowls of all yeah, time. Yeah, we don't want to play too much. <laughs> too much. Even, uh, I would say the one with the Packers and the Steelers, that was a fucking badass Super Bowl, too. You guys remember that shit? I think we were in, like, middle school whenever that was going on. Yes, yeah, so mm. that was a fucking sick Super Bowl. Uh, oh, oh. Dude. dude, I know. There's, there's been so many. And the worst part about it is, like, the era that we – like came up watching football and was literally it's Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or the few years of Ben Roethlisberger right. going there and fucking Flacco the one year the outlier shout out to my guy but right. like yeah and the AFC was really like two or three quarter it was two three quarterbacks that were in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. every fucking year mm-hmm. so I'm sure there were Super Bowls back in like the 90s like the old Redskins Super Bowls I'm sure the fans back then would argue that one of those wins is top five <laughs> The Broncos. Joey and Nico, dude. <laughs> the first one, right? Like the first Super Bowl that John Elway won. I'm sure people would fucking argue that just because of like how historic of a moment that was in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, yeah, I think it's a little too soon. And like Cam said, and like I said, fucking that bullshit ass call. Cam didn't call it a bullshit call, but people being torn on the call is going to make that. It's going to kind of diminish it a little bit mm-hmm. for people to not be like, oh, top five Super Bowl I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel, I feel. But again, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, we rattled off a few Super Bowls off the top of my head. I left mine out, left mine out, the the blackout game. Dude, that's yeah. listed in the top five pretty much every time because of that. It blacked out after halftime, and then the 49ers stormed back, and we kicked two field goals to win the game. Shout out, yeah. guys. Dude, the Panthers Super Bowl Classic. and a losing you know effort was still good. Oh, yeah, yeah against the Patriots? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was a badass. But the one against the Broncos, not top five. We're not even. No, no, no. No, I'm saying like we wouldn't even put that one anywhere near it. The Saints, the Saints beating the Colts. That's a top five Super Bowl of all time, arguably, because they were the fucking eights for how long? And it was three, four years after Katrina. God, yeah. Like that. That'll be. It's like moments are gonna be a lot of the reason like significant moments are gonna be right. the reason why people are gonna argue for certain super bowls to be top five maybe not necessarily just the game itself you know what right. i'm saying but, but like the game all itself, around it yeah encompasses the game yeah exactly and especially if you get a great game on top of that dude it's like oh fucking yeah. awesome like the story like you were saying coach the storylines leading up to this game yeah. specifically like everything surrounding all this shit and then we finally get an awesome fucking game like we do last night. It's like, oh, perfect. I fucking love mm-hmm. this goddamn Super Bowl. Aside from the bad call. <laughs> Aside from the bad call. Y'all got any favorite postseason moments? Like, y'all got any moments before we like, – I'm just kind of delaying time before we do the trivia. But y'all got any favorite moments from the postseason? Mm. It doesn't have to be like a specific win or anything. Just be like something. You know what I mean? Any thoughts? Oh. Any any ideas? Any anything? Uh, Whole lot of dead air, boys. Dude, that uh, Bengals boring ass playoffs, in my opinion. Up until nah, I had fun watching that like Bengals because the like, especially the Eagles run, like they were winning games by twenty five points at least. There was nothing yeah. exciting about that run. The NFC side was a bit lackluster. The AFC, mm-hmm. though, every game was close. It seemed like every game was yeah. like nip and tuck. Could it came down to the wire? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The NFC, though, I feel what you're saying because in the Niners wild card game, they beat the fuck 
out of the Seahawks. And then they we knew they weren't going to lose to the Cowboys, so that was kind of just irrelevant. And then, like you said, the Eagles won their two playoff games by 30 points. So it's like the NFC, yeah, it was a bit lackluster. But I don't know, man. I think that that Trevor Lawrence comeback, dude, that's still – yeah, I can yeah. still see them fucking coming back and beating the Chargers, and we were gassing the Chargers up, talking about Herbert, Herbert. Yeah, Herbo, I was thinking about that. Jay game. Herbo, me and Coach Herbo, and then this man. Still not his fault that he lost. I'm not gonna blame him. You weren't here to talk shit about that that next week, but I, I still don't think that was all on him. Mm, I think Herbo. that was more on the them not being able to run the ball and Austin Eckler being terrible at fucking playing running oh, back. God. He's a great receiver. Stinks at playing running back. But I, yeah, I got to say the Jags comeback was my favorite moment from the postseason because my team lost. There was no favorite moment from my fucking team. We lost. <laughs> so I don't got anything for the Ravens. Nope. Um, and obviously watching the Bengals lose and all those fucking Chiefs fans and players talk shit to them was fantastic. Yeah, that game was They sick. talked all that shit. They talked all that shit thinking they were going to be the new Chiefs. And I, they came no, out. I got my favorite nothing. moment. Mahomes' dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm fucking Joe Burrow. I'm Joe Burrow. Did you hear what he last night? Did you hear what he said last night? I'm smoking Philly Blunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah awesome. he's too funny, dude. He's great. He's I a character. Mr. Hey, at least he took attention away from a homeless brother. Nah, they were like interviewing him and like, <laughs> dude, in the background, like doing all this fun stuff, <laughs> voguing and shit. Like, bro, get, get, get off. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> before I keep dancing on the fucking camera over here. Um, He's going to turn around coach, and shake his did tail. You, did you give us your favorite moment, Coach? Uh, yeah, I just said that uh, Bills and Bengals snow game was pretty cool uh, to watch. Yeah, it's a good choice. And Cam, yours was the uh, – I forget, you just said it. And I'm Mahomes' daddy. Yeah, Mahomes' dad. That's Mahomes' Well, that's <laughs> – I guess that's regular. That's the right, dude. That's that's the that's the postseason wrap up, dude. We're done talking about playoff football. Coach is crying on camera. He looking like one of our. No, let me stop. Um. Anyways, you better uh, not. I wasn't gonna. I'm gonna. You stop. better shut up. <laughs> I'll never do that. I'm a nice guy. Um, bro. Hell of a fucking season, boys. We only missed what one week during the regular season. One mm-hmm. with, one with. Uh, I think we were all really busy for like one week. We missed, and then the one week we missed two, because yeah. I broke my laptop that other time. So. <laughs> by we next season, two weeks, we'll have we a missed new laptop. Two weeks of the regular season. Yeah, no, not even by next fucking season, bro. Within the next month, we're gonna have a whole. Oh, by baseball season, coach. The fans don't even know. That's the studio you. is getting ready, dog. The studio is going to be here to stay. We got we got the fan partners coming on now. We got fucking energy. We got y'all already know about Don't Sleep. We got the Don't Sleep partnerships going to be working hard. We got the uh, Underdog Fantasy app, Coach. I'm still doing a little dipple dabble in that shit, but okay. I'm not wrapping this podcast up just yet. Are we done talking about football for the rest of the season? Yeah, until the off season comes around. But with all that being said, I'm gonna let we should let the fans know we will be doing two shows this week. 
uh, obviously today is overreaction Monday for the NFL, and it's the day after the Super Bowl, so it's the biggest overreaction Monday of all of the overreaction Mondays, maybe outside of week one, probably. Yeah. Everybody loves to bitch about their team after seeing them for one week, and we got fucking friends that'll bitch about their team in the preseason. It's just like, dog, none of your players are on the field. What the fuck do you care? It's like, what does it matter? Anyway, uh, we will be doing two shows this week. Uh, today, obviously, Overreaction Monday, we went live. Cam, Coach, whatever day you're off this week. Cam, I know you're not off this week. We have our job going. And, uh, Coach, whatever day you're off this week, what is it going to be? Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, so it'll yeah. be either Wednesday or Thursday. We're coming back at you guys. And then next week, we will be off all week. We will be coming back to you whatever, the, whenever the fuck that is. Uh, I could look at my calendar right now just so that way I don't sound stupid. We are going to be – God damn, why does my shit always do this? Allow fucking hell. All right, so today is the 13th. We're dropping two this week. We will be back on the 27th, maybe on the 1st. I'm not entirely sure yet. We might come back on March 1st. We may just take all next week off and go back to the regular schedule one day a week. But the off season, we will be coming to y'all two days a week at some point. So, guys, to wrap this some bitch up, our newest segment. I love sports trivia myself. I know there's people out there that love sports trivia themselves. If there were more yeah. people watching this, they would be giving away the answers in the comments. So, thank God that is not the case for us yet, because I am hyped for you guys to try to answer these. So, it's going to start off easy. Okay, I'll start off easy. The second question, we're going to get a little bit, you know, we'll bump it up. It'll be like a, we're starting like fifth grade math, Cam. Okay. Starting like fifth grade math, coach. And then we're going to go up to like eighth grade math. We're jumping three years. All right. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to get a little bit harder with each jump. So I took calculus. Question, oh, I did not. The first question <laughs> I got for you guys. What teams? There are four of them. I'll give you the exact number of teams that have not appeared in the Super Bowl. Which teams in the NFL have not appeared in the Super Bowl? These questions will all be Super Bowl themed because obviously we just got through the biggest game of all time. So I'll ask again if you need to hear. What teams haven't appeared in a single Super Bowl? There are four of them. I'm sure you can name one or two really fast off the top of your head if you just think about it. Detroit? That is one, correct. Cam's got Detroit. We will knock Detroit off the list. Go, Detroit! Uh, you got one? The Texans? That is correct. The Texans are one of the four teams. You have two out of the four. You're 50% there, boys. The Browns? Correct. We're at three out of four. We are one team away. Cam, who is it if you know? I don't know why I want to say the Raiders. That would be very, very incorrect. Yeah. They have three Super Bowl championships. Yeah. Or I'm, maybe I'm two. stuck in current day Raiders, bro. <laughs> I keep they are bad they now. were a fucking legend team before the two. <laughs> they um... were the best. Y'all are thinking hard, and I respect it. Would you like bro, to the Jets? Friend? No, the Jets. No, they have a Super Bowl win. Yeah. They beat the Colts, the Baltimore Colts, the greatest oh. upset in Super Bowl history. I'm going to try to get somebody to sponsor this trivia segment, too. Yeah. Um, Maybe row one. 
sponsor our trivia get some watches the you Vikings? guys no they have oh, played okay. in a few super bowls as yeah. well damn we are struggling it's okay uh mia who pays a lot of attention to football also struggled on the fourth team so you guys are doing great it's not the jags is it correct cam just oh shit talks to him okay that's like yeah. bro i'm trying to go through like all the like i was going through every corner team. of the u.s i was like i need to get this shit yeah and i bring i bring Good that job, because hey maybe next year's the year one of these four teams is in the super bowl who knows they, i doubt it but it's this is the easy question i feel stupid as fuck <laughs> oh i can't wait so this one you might you might actually get this one cam because you pay attention to numbers and money and all that kind of shit you too, coach. You might get this one. So, question okay. number two in our trivia segment: How much did a ticket to the very first Super Bowl cost? I don't have a multiple choice, but I can give you a multiple choice. Yeah. All right. I'll think of the numbers and I'll try to fucking not say the one. Obviously, we'll go six dollars, nine dollars, fourteen dollars, or twelve dollars. What do you think it is? Cam, that's your final is that your final answer? Yeah. That's his uh I'm gonna go with nine. Cam, you are two for two on your questions thus no! far. I was gonna jump in with him. But I Coach, <laughs> you are one for two, and now we are on to the final question of the night. No recent. This is a recent Super Bowl, okay? So just try to put your thinking caps on for this one. Cam's got his thinking cap sponsored by Don't Sleep Energy. Go get you some Don't Sleep Energy. Amazon.com slash shops slash Don't Sleep. Promo code MANUP3D. The final question here, guys. What was the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history? It is a recent Super Bowl. I will not tell you who was in it because I feel like that would make it too obvious. Wasn't that the Broncos Panthers? Nope. Good guess, though. Why Am I trying out to be a game show host? Maybe. You were saying? <laughs> the what was scoring. the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history? Oh, the Rams and the Patriots. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. <laughs> Coach, hell yeah. Cam, you didn't look like you were going to guess that one, I'll be honest. Nah. Yeah. So you I'm guys like, are both oh, two for three God. on the night. <laughs> two for three on the night, boys. Let's go. The trivia, I respect it. That was All fun. Right. That was fun. We're going to do that on every fucking podcast from now on. Thank you you all for joining us on this super bowl thank you monday edition of man up 3d guys you got anything to say to the fans before i send us off keep rocking with us keep tuning into our episodes and we gonna have some more good stuff coming up stay tuned yeah thanks for listening to our dumbasses i know a whole season (laughs) dude we got more followers than i thought y'all are fucking troopers <laughs> everybody, that, but don't forget, don't forget, everybody. You gotta like, 
subscribe, share with your friends. And since Pat McAfee and the guys are going to be off for 10 days, y'all ain't got nobody else to watch. So come and hang out with your homies, Swill, Cam, and fucking Coach. And if you don't oh, yeah. have an issue with that. But thank you guys for joining us, Cam. Hell of a season, my guy. Coach, hell of a season, my guy. We will be back on Wednesday to preview the offseason, who we think should be going where, what teams we think need what. We will be live on Wednesday or Thursday. We don't fucking know yet, and I will give you all the time when the time comes. Coach, Cam, y'all are the shit. I appreciate you for joining me, and we out. Thank you.